Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Welcome to the Equip podcast by Arise Ministries. We're happy you've joined us today. I'm Kim Heineke, Director of Operations, where our mission is to provide single moms with tools for navigating real life. So thank you for joining us. Our topic today is a welcomed relief to single moms raising boys alone. How can she do it and provide great role models for her son? Young men need examples and older men, not just in the professional setting, but also in the social, spiritual, and family setting as well. Many of these guys have seen moms cook, clean, pray, discipline, help with homework, and the list just goes on. Yet, what does it look like to have the male perspective in many of those same areas, and even in some areas that moms won't cover? This is where the support of the male community becomes extremely valuable. And today, we have an expert to talk with us about this topic. I want you to meet Derek Sire. His degree is in recreational management with a master's degree in theology. Derek's company, Omos Team Building, which means one mind, one spirit, allows him the opportunity to prove that growing together is better. Derek is going to show us today how male community can be a benefit to single moms and how she can develop that in her parenting. And so we are so excited to hear from you, Derek. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me out. And I want to say, this is not the first podcast that we've done, and so if you are just tuning in, I want to encourage you right off the bat, after you listen to this one, go find the other one, because Derek's amazing. We're and he's, a good time. he's super fun to talk to. <laughs> so, before we get going, I know you have a passion to love people, and you only have to sit in a room with you for about six and a half seconds <laughs> to find that out, so that's super fun. But just kind of talk about where did that come from, from you growing up? Yeah, you know, what are the... Um, earliest memories that I have, and then I, I used to have a formal bio, but I, I switched it to an informal bio because I'm, I'm such a casual guy. Um, I should have let you introduce yourself because... Oh, no. No, 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 no. And, and I, introductions are weird to me anyway. Like, bios, <laughs> you got to stand there while people are talking about you. It's like, just give me the mic. Like, let me just talk. Uh, one of the earliest memories that I have in my home, um, I was probably about five or six, and I remember uh, walking around, all these big people around me, and um, there was music, and uh, there was food, and there were games, and it was just a full house, and I don't know if you you uh, have ever seen a movie, like uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Yes. you know, and it's just festive, and people are around, and happy, yeah, and passionate, the energy <laughs> is there, my dad worked really hard to keep that energy in our house, always, mm-hmm. wherever he went, there was always a joke, there's always a hug. There's always a high five. He was always shaking hands, whether it was church, uh, in the community. If we were in our car, we had some fun music going, or uh, we would roll the windows down. And uh, my dad has long hair, and so uh, it would just be blowing in the wind. Like that was just a, such a vibrant guy. Uh-huh. Then he tried to maintain that wherever he went, and uh, he, he he told me he was like, son, uh, sometimes, and this is a very popular term. It's not my dad didn't create it, but he was like sometimes. Uh, you're the only light that people will see, mm-hmm. right? You're the only salt that people will taste. You're the only Bible that people will read, yes. right? And so just know that whenever you walk into a room, you're the example. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of my love people mentality is how do, I, how do I go places? How do I love people? How do I serve people? How do I hug people? How do I make them laugh? How do I bring this energy that I believe God is, is, is giving me with just a spark? I only have a spark of it, but I, I try to carry it well. You carry it well. You got more than Thank just you. a little bit of spark, I'm I, just going to say. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so so recently, 
representation has become a buzzword. Yeah. And so what does that mean, and why is it important to single moms? Yeah, I think a res re representation uh, has carried a, a cultural connotation um, that comes with race, right, okay. and uh, gender. And so people want to see people that look like them doing whatever they want to do. It's the concept of res representation. Um, for Barack Obama, it was uh, now there's a, a black man that has been president. Mm -hmm. That means other black men can do it. Yeah, okay. Or there's a female CEO. Now that means that other females can you know do it. Right. Um, and, and you can take that through any example, but that's the concept of representation, right? And I think the same goes for um, for male children, and specifically. Uh, my passion for young men um, it has it's taken me into these areas of communities and families that I had no idea one that I would ever go or, or two that I didn't know existed right right and uh, a lot of times they behave out of what they see and if they don't see it they don't know how to imitate it and they don't know the value of it so when I say representation as it pertains to Arise Ministries and single moms and their male children Male children, I believe, need to see grown men yes. doing what should be done yes. and what they will eventually be doing. That's so good. Representation. They need to see it being represented, being imitated somewhere else in life. That's so. That's so good. I was a single mother with two little boys, and I was I was just mentioning to you early mm -hmm. in our in our discussion that I can remember times when I would go to men in my church and I would say, "Hey." Would you like to pick up my little guy and let him help you build that fence you're talking about? Yeah. You know, and they would say, "Sure." You mm -hmm. know, and you kind of have to go seek that out a little bit. That's true. So, talk about what does support look like? Yeah. So we today we're throwing around this this term male uh, community support, male support mm -hmm. community um, interchangeably those three yes. words. And uh, when I when I think about support, I think of a structure um, with pillars, right? And uh, if you have a house that the foundation is off, you can still live there, right? right? The floors may be warped a little the bit. The doors may not Yeah, you know, the windows, <laughs> all those cool things, the cabinets, you know. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's functional. You can live there. Uh, but what uh, construction workers do, or contractors do, uh, they come in and they find where the support is needed, mm -hmm. right? And they jack that thing up, right? And then the floors become even, mm -hmm. and the door shut, and the cabinet shut, and the windows open and close. Yes. And, and so when I think about this, this support, this community, um, you can have it, and it'll work. But I think one of those pillars, one of those most important pillars, those pillars, is a male support. Yes. Right? Again, you can have a great family structure. It'll work. You can live in it. It'll be wonderful. But if there's something about having men that's a part of it that adds to the to the stability of it and I think if you depending on where you go who you talk to they would say that that's a pretty big pillar right right that's a pretty big pillar and when I say that it's not to slight or shade any moms out there that are doing the job at all moms moms I have my hand around the mic you're doing a great <laughs> job keep doing everything that you can do yes um, bring in a community of other women, other single moms, other married women, grandmas, grandpas. Keep bringing those in. But if you have a male child in the home, and, I, and I'm going to include female children as well, mm -hmm. but specifically today we're talking about having that male influence yes. and how it impacts male children. 
it's a very big pillar that I think needs to be a part of your family structure. So let's say I'm a single mother, lots yes. of single moms listening. Uh -huh. How do I find that? What? I mean, okay, so you've told me, like, it's important. Yeah. I get that it's important. Yeah. How do I find it? Yep, yeah. so I would say uh, look at the places where you are and then go places where you're currently not going all the time. Let me clarify that. Um, if I am at school, mm -hmm. right, it is very difficult to find men in schools. True. Very difficult. And when you do find them, uh, they're in administration mm -hmm. or they're a coach, mm -hmm. right? Um, oftentimes, I don't even find them in the kitchen, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, at schools, right? Uh, there's such thing as a, a lunch lady. I've never heard a lunch man. I've yeah, never heard that term. Yeah, lunch dude, lunch guy. Never heard that. Uh, but I think wherever you are, you try to find who's there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when you find places, uh, areas that you want to be in, you're searching for what you need out of that area. Mm -hmm. right? It's like going to a grocery store. Uh, I'm going in with a list in mind. Mm -hmm. so, Theoretically, you go with the list in mind. Otherwise, you get all this other stuff you don't need. And it costs you an extra $75. Exactly. You go for socks, you come out with like milk and bread. And <laughs> uh, so when, what do you, how do you find it? If you're in a place, if you're in church, you're already in sports, I would say find people that are there already. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very difficult sometimes to find people that are already doing that work and encouraging them or enticing them or asking them to do more. Yeah. Right? They already have 30 students, or they already have 75 players, or they already have whatever it is. But if you ask them, hey, what are you doing, and can my son get in on that? Mm -hmm. For example, building a fence. Right. Right. If you're building a fence, can my son come help you build a fence? Free labor. <laughs> Just feed him and give him something to drink, and he'll be fine. Right, right. right. A part of that, if you're at church, making people aware that, hey, I want this guy to have other male influences in his life. And I'm, I'm going to walk him up here, and I'm going to show you his face, and I'm going to tell you his name so that he can be in your mind. So that's where you already are. The second thing is, where are some areas that I don't normally go, and how can I get in those areas? Because I want my son to be in those areas. Mm -hmm. um, so if he doesn't play a sport, and you want to be athletic, and you want to play a sport, then get involved on some, some level. If it's academic, academic. If it's in church, if it's in the community. Yeah. If you're not already in those places, then go in those places, and then be intentional about connecting. I'll reference another podcast that we did. It's about extending yourself, right? If you you can sit and hope everything comes to you, mm -hmm. which I think is maybe one of the most fundamental errors that we as Christians have when we pray to God and we want Him to bring it all to us. Oftentimes, men and women in the Bible they pray and they move. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes, and God revealed along the way. Right. Yes. And so I think if if we pray, we let our heart be known to God and the people around us, and then we stay busy being look, looking, being active, mm -hmm. shaking hands, sharing a story, that I think God will put a hand mm -hmm. in our path. He'll put a coach. He'll put a teacher. He'll put a police officer. He'll put a pastor. He'll put whoever our, our children need, specifically our men, in our path. Yeah, that's so good. It can be scary to go and ask someone, hey, can you mentor my kid, mm -hmm. or can you... Can you invite him to do some real guy stuff with you? Mm -hmm. But in it, let's say because I've done that before, and you know some of those men have really never done that before, right. and they found great joy in it, great satisfaction, and really, really it was a blessing to them mm -hmm. to serve, to serve someone in right. that way. And maybe they just hadn't ever thought about I should be doing this. Maybe they hadn't been taught that. Yeah. But I would just say to the single moms listening, because I know, especially at our summer events, I talk to moms 
all the time that say, I just need somebody for my, I just wish my son had, you know, someone to, to talk with him or someone to mentor him. And, right. and I love what you're saying is we should be, we should be in fervent prayer that the Father brings those individuals to us, uh -huh. but we can also be super active in, yeah. in looking for that support. So y'all can do it, mm -hmm. you know, like just, just ask a few questions, just invite people. You're not asking them to do anything hard. You're asking them to make an investment in the king, this kingdom work. You're yeah. asking them to make an investment in the life of a young person to be important. Every one of us wants to be, to be important. That's, yeah. that's good kingdom work. And I'll, I'll say before, before we transition yeah. slightly, that, uh, People are afraid to mentor, uh, one, because they don't feel fit mm -hmm. to mentor. Who am I that I should instruct another mm -hmm. person? Um, but I think part of mentoring, uh, if we took mentor off and we just said build relationship, yes. then just being in proximity, some of those manly things, some of those godly things, some of those dad things, some of those are just going to rub off. Mm -hmm. They're going to rub off. Uh, so much... Uh, of a relationship is organic, mm -hmm. right? So much. If if I if I come to to my friend, very rarely do I say, "Hey, I need you to be a friend." Like yeah. right now, <laughs> be a friend. Like be a friend right now. Right. Very rarely does it happen. And says, "Hey, you want to grab something to eat?" Right. Or hey, I got this problem. Or I got this weird text. Or this happened at work. Yeah. Or did you see the game? Like for friending, mentorship, relationship. It happens when when one person extends themselves and the other person catches it. Right. Right. When I reach out my hand and the other person reaches out their hand, relationship happens. And so, when moms, when you're talking to these men, um, I, I would say, don't uh, turn your spidey senses off. <laughs> right. right. Like keep keep them up. Right. Keep them up. Um, but I think you can ease their concern. Yes. Or ease their hesitancy um, by saying, I just want you to hang out with her. Right. It, it, I didn't go to this person and say, um, I would like you to mentor my 10-year-old yeah, son. Yeah, exactly. I pretty much said, I heard you're building a fence. Do you think he could build, do you think he could come hand the hammer to you and yeah. nails? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything scary. Oh, man. And, and so much, when I think about my dad, the stuff that I learned from my dad, uh, a lot of it was on purpose. He's very intentional. But a lot of it was also organic, mm -hmm. right? I remember uh, my dad, before I would cut the grass, um, I had to rake it. Right, and the rake was huge. Before you cut it? Before, well, before I was able to cut the grass. Oh, oh okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I was like, who rakes the grass yeah. before you cut it? Who? What kind of dad? <laughs> no, no, no. That was good. No, okay, no, no. sorry. Before he would let me push the mower. I got you. Right? I had to rake, right? And so, uh, but, but before I was raking, while dad was cutting, I was sitting there and I was watching. So my dad, in a sense, was teaching me how to mow, mm -hmm. not because I was mowing, but because I was watching. Right. What else did I get from watching my dad? Just sitting there on the on the the porch watching my dad. I saw my dad work a full time job and then come home and serve his home. Mm -hmm. Right. Not only did I see my dad uh, work a full time job, come home and serve his home. I saw my dad repair lawnmowers. Mm -hmm. I saw my dad uh, pay attention to detail by keeping those lines straight, right? I saw my dad love on his neighbors by cutting their side of the fence, mm -hmm. right? I'm sitting there watching, just just sitting there. I'm yeah. around, right? My dad wasn't having me walk beside him and talk about Aristotle and James in the Bible. Right. It, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't that. Just being around, I picked up on stuff. And then there were things that he gave me that were intentional. Yeah, that's good. So don't be discouraged, Mom, as you're listening to this and you think, oh, I want that for my kid. Mm -hmm. We can have that. Yes. Find a body of believers that you're involved in 
and um, Derek had mentioned something even before we did this podcast, and I can't remember what it was, but you said godly men shouldn't have to be asked. Yes, you shouldn't have to ask godly men to, to serve, right? And, and I say that, godly men who are listening, right, <laughs> that uh, I'm, I'm not saying that as, as a godly man that you have to, um, part of you being godly is not going out and serving and performing. Right, there's not a checkbox. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying our heart for God and the way that he serves us, the way that Jesus washes our feet, the way that he hung on the cross, the way that he carried his cross, right? The way that he provided, reach over there and get that fish, pull out the coin, the way that he, you know, did these yeah. things. Uh, while I go pray, watch. While he did these things, he served, he served mm -hmm. right? Um, he, didn't, he didn't come to abolish, he came to fulfill, right? That's, that's God in the flesh, right? And so if that is our model, our role model, if Jesus is our mentor, right, how much more should we seek mm -hmm. opportunities? Maybe I should say we shouldn't wait for opportunities to come to us to serve. Yes. Maybe that's a better way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. So so single moms, make sure that you're in a body of believers yes. that has men with a heart for God. Yeah. Because they and it's just it's sometimes it's just a matter of the tiny connections that you make. I I know like there were times as a single mother that I probably put off this vibe that uh -huh. says I've got it all together I don't need anybody else mm -hmm. because I was a, I was afraid that someone might reject me or my children right. somebody might say no I can't do that and that right. would hurt so I would just pretend like I had it all together when can we just be real like there is not a mom on the planet that has it all together right. so, married, single anything 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 yeah I'll chime in on this too I, I believe uh, the Lord just gave this to me um, that moms who receive help also don't owe anybody anything, mm -hmm. right? You don't, if, if, there's, if there's a guy spending time with your son, you don't owe him anything. Yeah, it's good. Yeah? That, that needs to be said. I, are we filling in the blanks here? Yeah. I think we're, okay. Yeah, we're filling in the we're blanks. We're filling in the blanks. You don't, you don't owe anything. Mm -hmm. um, his, his reward is being able to invest in your son and do the work of God. Yeah. That is the reward, right? And so don't feel like, that anybody that gets close to your family has to have some intimate or romantic tie mm -hmm. to you. There's a very uh, mature and godly way to have a relationship with their brother, with a sister in Christ. And I think that can be exampled by having them a part of your family, but not in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. that's, that's good, because this is a little off subject, but, it's, but it goes with that. So many moms... There are just many single women who think, well, I just I need a husband because my kid needs a father. Mm -hmm. You know, wrong way to go about that. My gosh. Your, your son or your daughter does need godly male role models in mm -hmm. their life. Doesn't mean that they need him living in the house with you in a, in a way that was just rushed and not, and not God-honoring. So I, I appreciate you saying that because... I don't want that to be misinterpreted right. as from from women listening, thinking, "Well, I just I need to get married again." No, not so much. I agree. <laughs> so, okay, we covered that. Check, yes. check. check. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this. So, I think you've covered it to a degree, but what's the difference between male support and female support? Yeah, I think that's good. Um, you know, the the pillar that uh, holds up the middle of the house. Uh, it's a little different than the pillar that holds up the corner of the house, mm -hmm. right? I think that if we're using foundation as um, as a reference here, um, there's a difference between the cornerstone, mm -hmm. right? chief cornerstone, 
shameless plug for Jesus. Um, <laughs> there's a difference between that one and one that serves in a different place. Uh, so when we're talking about female support and male support, I think uh, I say that gingerly, mm-hmm. right, tongue-in-cheek, uh, because we're in a time now where uh, the lines are blurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I can do what the next person can do. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I aspire to a family structure that I believe takes two people who um, whose expertise is in something different. Right. And if uh, I got one through five covered, mom has six through ten, then we got a ten. Right. right. And our children have everything that they need. <clears throat> um, our our gender roles at home uh, are not traditional in that I cook and clean and wash clothes. Um, but I also take the trash out and mm-hmm. fix the cars and cut the grass. And so in our intro, we said oftentimes you see moms do all these different things, but what does it look like to see dad in those same roles right. and even in different roles that maybe mom can't cover? Right. Right. Um, my wife oftentimes comes in and she approaches it from however way she's filling the situation, and dad sits back and he watches, and I fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Right? If I come in with a firm hand, mom comes in with a hug. Mm-hmm. Right? If she comes in with a firm hand, dad comes in with a hug. Right? right. We we not only cover each other as it pertains to marriage, but we cover each other as it pertains to raising our children. Yeah. So when we think of uh, female support and male support, I think that just based on who we are physiologically, who we are spiritually, we see things from different angles. And if I have a male child, I'm getting mom, I'm getting mom, and the way mom sees life, mm-hmm. and the way mom was raised, and that's good. Again, microphone, hand around microphone, moms, you're doing great, <laughs> you know what you're doing, but I think there's something about this other perspective yes. that is needed. So what's the difference? It's how you're made and how you see life, yep. and you can't see it from all perspectives. No one person can see life from every perspective. Mm-hmm. This is why it's good to have other people come along, and specifically because of this podcast, Enterprise Ministries, and what they're doing today. I think the male perspective is very important when raising male children. Yes, I totally agree. I can remember laying in bed at night and, and almost crying myself to sleep, mm-hmm. thinking, okay, I have to be 100% mom, and I have to be 100% dad, and at the end of the day, I'm still only 50% of what those kids need. Wow. You know, but for the voice of the Lord to gently remind me, I fill in the gaps mm-hmm. that that are there, you know, in this time of your singleness. And yeah. really, moms, single moms, if you could be everything your kids need, mm-hmm. they would see no need for a savior. Wow. You know, so it, it's a good it's a good sweet time to to press into him and to rely on him to fill those gaps and to do it through the community, yeah. the male community of believers that yeah. can come alongside you and and just help support you as you're raising kids because it is not easy. I completely agree. Yeah. So let's see. Talk briefly about what does support specific? How does it impact the men, the yeah. young men? Um, so again, talking about representation, <clears throat> I think the impact of seeing someone. You're, you're becoming something, mm-hmm. and you can see what you're becoming, mm-hmm. right? Of course, there's no uh, exact carbon copy of what you become, right. because you have your own experiences, your own, all the good stuff. Uh, but to see my dad, right, not only my dad, to see my dad doing things that I knew I would eventually be doing, mm-hmm. it gave me some bottom line reference. It gave me a base structure. 
that gave me a memory, or they'd be in the front of my mind or the back of my mind of what it looks like and how it should be done, mm-hmm. right? And so we think about these males and what does that, that do for them? It sets them up to where they're not have to find that they're not having to find everything from scratch. Right. Right. It's not. I don't have to discover everything brand new um, of how I should do things or what I should become because my dad kind of cleared the way in an area for me. Right. He he went down this manhood path and he removed some thorns and he removed some bushes and he removed some tree trunks and he kind of made this path so that I don't have to recreate or do all mm-hmm. those different things. Right. And so when we have these men that come, they're almost laying this, this pathwork, right? It's this line upon line, this precept upon precept type of concept to where they're laying that, that foundation for the men that are coming behind them. That's good. This is really good for, for young men to see older men. Yeah. Right? And, and for some reason, I don't know why it doesn't click this way, but it clicks in other ways. Um, if I uh, drill for, for oil, mm-hmm. I build new concepts based on the old concepts, right? Right. If I am uh, cooking and I'm using grandma's recipes, I hopefully get a chance to see grandma cook and I get to see what she does and how she does it, that way the recipe makes sense. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, building a house, right? I don't have to figure out how to do it from scratch because somebody else has already done it and I just look at how they did it. Right. Right. The same goes for manhood. It goes for husbandhood. It goes for fatherhood. I don't have to find out from scratch. And you'll see the people that did have to find out from scratch mm-hmm. because they're bumping their heads along the way. For sure. For men who grew up without men around them, and now they're grown men trying to figure out what it is and what it looks yeah. like, they're so far behind. And they have to do this extra work to catch up. I'm not saying they can't do it, right? but they have to do all this extra work to catch up because they didn't have the example. Yeah. Right. I could go and try to build a car right now. You give me the tools, all the tools that I need, it's going to take me forever, right, right. forever to build that car. But if I have the chances to watch somebody do it and they walk me through it, then the process is going to be a lot smoother. I love that. That's good. And I don't want moms that are listening, I don't want you to feel discouraged, like, oh, my kid is 18 and I've never put him in front of other people. Uh-huh. You know, my male son is, and so I really messed up. I mean, people say, what do people say, like, when's the best time to plant a tree? Ten years ago, when's uh-huh. the next best time, like, yes, today, or yeah. something like that. I mean, I've really botched that. No, but make a we point. got it, though. That was my <laughs> right? But don't be discouraged by that, because, you know, our God is more than able yeah. to um, to restore those things that have... Oh, my gosh. The, the little gaps that have been left in the way. So of course. So don't be discouraged by that. And two things that I'll add to that, um, you know, one talks about uh, God turning... For our good, right? Yes. What meant for evil, what ended up being evil, what whatever, what turned out to be that, mm-hmm. God's constantly working in our favor, right? Mm-hmm. Turning those things for good. Uh, and God's timing is perfect, right? He salvages every mistake. Yep. He's God. Sal. He is the expert salvager, <laughs> yes. right? He salvages every mistake. I also add on this that He's a redeemer of time. Yes, that's good. Right. And so whatever happened from one to eighteen. Uh, if the hearts are ready and the mind is ready and we're intentional about seeking him and we let our, our requests be made known to God, then he is eager to redeem that time. Mm-hmm. So what could have happened over those last 18 years are going to take him five. Right, right? exactly. And, and, and that'll happen. I believe God for that. I believe that too. And don't be intimidated 
by thinking, oh, I don't want somebody else to teach them all those good life lessons. Hey, the goal mm -hmm. is for us to, to create an environment in our home and build relationships that sets our kids on the best path to meet Jesus. Yes. And so I don't care who's speaking life to my kids. I don't care if my kids learn it from me right. or from the next door neighbor or mm -hmm. from the guy they built a fence with. Mm -hmm. I do not care. I, I don't want, need the credit. I, I don't need the credit <laughs> for know. that. So I do need them to love God and maybe... Like, leave home someday. <laughs> <laughs> someday. Someday. Yes. Someday, not too soon. Well, that's just about all the time we have. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to throw in? Yes. Um, Second Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 5, uh, you find uh, Paul that has uh, taken this young guy under his wing. And uh, oftentimes when I, I read that as a dad, I think, like, man, like, where's this guy's parents? Like, this guy's out, like, just on his own. And you hear uh, Paul reference Timothy's mother and grandmother. Yes. Yes. Mother and grandmother. Not the dads. And that could have been a spiritual reference because we know when we follow faith, we tend to follow women, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we don't have men of faith, but we're talking about Jewish genealogies. So I don't know if that was a faith reference or if it literally was. I don't know, Timothy. I'm, I'm your spiritual father. I don't know what happened to dad, but I know your mother. And I know your grandmother, right? And I can only imagine yeah. the joy of Paul knowing grandmother and mother and taking grandson and son under his wing as a man of God and teaching him all these wonderful things. And, and Timothy is getting to see who he's becoming in an example. It's not an abstract thought. Right. It's not something that he can't conceptualize because God has given him in flesh, in person, up close example of what it looks like to be a man of God. And so Paul takes Timothy and he says, hey, listen, I love Grandma. I do. I know her. I know her faith. I know Mom. I love her. I know her faith. And I can see that in you. But this is what it's like to be a man of God yes. and to lead people and to be uh, uh, an example for other men that are coming under you. And the reason he's pouring so much into Timothy is because he's leaving Timothy to be who Paul is for him for other people. Oh, yes. So this is this, yes. this concept of why is it important for men, young men, to see older men doing it? Why is representation important? Because one day they're going to be old men and people are going to be looking at them. That's right. And so Timothy now has this book that's been written to him, this letter that's being written to him. But what we don't get to see is all the wonderful books and letters that Timothy wrote to all those other people. To the, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Here's what I want you to do, listener. I want you to rewind it. <laughs> Just a little bit, and I want you to listen to that piece again, because that's powerful when it when it speaks to it in Scripture. Yeah. You know, and that's the way it was set up, and it's that's a beautiful, beautiful thought. You know, you didn't hear Eunice and Lois was that their mm -hmm. names. You mm -hmm. didn't you didn't hear them saying like, well, I don't know, we want him to learn all this from us. Uh huh. You know, they were probably like, yes, go, sit go, with, sit with Paul, learn from him. There's only so much I can do. Right. But but. Oh, that's good. So rewind it, listen to that again, go look it up in the Word of God, mm -hmm. and let that just melt over your heart Amen. today as you listen to that. Well, we are out of time, which is discouraging. We're going to have to have Derek back because he's, you're just so smart, you're just so insightful and, I enjoy it. and happy, and I do love happy people, for <laughs> sure. So I hope that you've been encouraged today as we've shared the importance the importance of finding um, your son a healthy male community. Don't be afraid to do that. Ask some questions. Put your son in, in contact with, with godly men who are ready to pour out what they know to the, to the next generation. So if you enjoyed our podcast today, we invite you to subscribe and share it on social media. You might want to tag a, another mom 
who might be interested in this, hey, you might want to tag some godly men and say, I need you to listen to this and call me 31 minutes after you listen because I've got a job for you. Yeah. So that might be the best way to do it. So we invite you to go to our website, ariseministries.net. There we've got lots of videos, articles, and podcasts specifically for single moms on topics that are relevant to you. Lots of tools for navigating real life. Derek, I want to say once again, thank you so much for being here. I was blessed by today. Like that was more for maybe more for me than our listeners. I loved it. Love the other podcast that we that we recorded. So if you're listening today, be encouraged, moms, and just start today. Maybe make a couple of phone calls or just put your radar up and be looking for people who can be important in the life of your kids because they're out there. Yes. I believe that the Father will provide that. So you guys have a great day, and we'll see you next time on the Arise Ministries Equip Podcast. Thank you for listening to an Equip Podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.